Information is power. The Information Man podcast can be heard on nine major platforms on the second YouTube channel as well. Information Man Speaks podcast. Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, CastBox, SoundCloud, and finally, Spreaker. I'm in the White House. I'm not going to say his name. Tell the you are listening to Information Man Podcast. everybody this is the information man speaks podcast welcome this is going to be a late night radio style show i will be doing this from time to time i'm trying to figure out some of the uh, some of what i want to do on this channel i'm experimenting on the second channel but i think doing a radio style broadcast like this would be great i thank you all that are out there listening um whether it be in uh Face, whether it be, uh, let's see, we got uh, Periscope and we have Twitter and I'm on the second channel, Information Man Speaks on podcast style and on the YouTube streets here. I want to thank everybody out there who may be up this late night listening. I want to go over the usual situation that's going on in our country right now is the George Floyd protest and timeline. I want to go over that timeline because there's some funny things going on here, folks. Uh, when we look at the situation with COVID-19, we were told to stay inside our house. The media was scaring us. They were giving us the boogeyman, the, uh, the zombie apocalypse. Stay in your house, sheltered and in. You can catch this, this virus. And I'm not going to deny and say that the virus is, does not exist, but I'm saying how what, what we think it is and what we know it is is kind of spooky here because you notice this is part of the social control and the social engineering in these protests that are happening around the world and around the country. As my man, uh, Brother Sanchez, Brother Sanchez has a YouTube channel. He gets into the sciences, the metaphysics, the flat earth, all these different things. I was listening to him today. And the brother was talking some really good points. And one of the main points that he was talking about was the fact that why is it that all of a sudden the media in the government is telling people to protest peacefully, but yet no one, including the news media, which were the biggest uh, alarm bell, I mean, they hit the biggest alarm bell to scare the hell out of all of us. They said that everyone needs to be six feet in social distancing because you can catch this COVID-19. Well, now the media is telling everybody, well, go out. If you're going to protest, protest peacefully. Protest peacefully. Then uh, as I was listening to Brother Sanchez, he was talking about, and Brother Sanchez, again, for those of you who are not familiar with this brother, he is a YouTuber. He's a fantastic brother. He gets into the deep sciences. And he said that 
you've got people trying to blame this situation on the Democrats, the Republicans, the uh, people who are Republicans, people who are right-wingers like the mega-hat-wearing Trump supporters out there who believe that Trump is going to somehow make America great again. You know? Great again. What did he say? We will make America, America great, great again. again. And what people don't realize, and I was listening to Brother Sanchez about this, is that the because you got people saying that, oh, the Democrats are the Masonic order is trying to take over the government. This is all the new world order. People need to realize that the government was created by those that were involved in Masonic organizations. So both, so the whole government is operated by the Masonic. Uh, George Washington was a Mason, a father Mason. So this whole country has already been under the control of Freemasonry, if you want to get into those type of conspiracy theories. But I just wanted to bring that up that I find it interesting that nobody is talking about the fact that isn't it interesting how the news media has changed the narrative and said that it's okay for us to go outside and protest peacefully when not too long ago they were telling people to stay the hell out of being outside because you would be in danger of COVID-19. And I'm going to say this right now. I know that you've got black people out there, white people out there, different races of people are involved in this protest. But I have to say you have to be aware of something and you have to be aware of agent provocateurs. You have to be uh, concerned with those out there that would try to create social engineering. You know that George Sora and many other corporations have been involved with financing the Black Lives Matter. And if you were to go to the Black Lives Matter website and see just how black they are, you will find out that there's not much in their description about black males or black boys, yeah, black young men. A lot of it is wrapped around the LBGT community and people who have alternative lifestyles and and, and everybody has a right to be with who they want to be with. Everyone has a right to their own lifestyle. So I'm not trying to bash anyone's lifestyle, but I'm just saying there's a contradiction. There's a big contradiction in the bylaws and how the Black Lives Matter movement operates and moves. And I'm here to tell you that, that is a, that's a problem. Now, George Floyd in the timeline, I'm going to go over a few articles. There's a hell of a lot going on. In the timeline with George Floyd, you had at least uh, six people have been killed in violent connection to protests that started after Mr. Floyd died in police custody. So six people has been noted. And this is an article that came out. There's an article that came out in the... Uh, New York Times, breaking down the timeline of everything that's happened. And that's why I'm wondering, a lot of this protest, actually, folks, a lot of the protests started originally in May 25th, 5, 25th of May. And it just kind of picked up steam over time. So after the death of George Floyd on May 25th, protests and unrest have rocked Minneapolis, as we already know, and other cities 
cities across the United States, tens and thousands of people have swarmed streets, as we're already seeing that now, to express their outrage and sorrow during, the, during these days that we're going through right now. That has a, a descent into night and unrest in reports of shooting, looting, and vandalism in some of the cities. Now, I don't know about you, everybody, but uh, hey, Information Man Speaks podcast here. I have taken the time to look at video. If you check out my Twitter handle, my Twitter page, which is at Clinton06, at Clinton06, let me put that up on the screen there. And for those of you, because this will be repurposed for my podcasting platforms, for those of you that are listening on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, uh, tune in radio, radio.com, uh, iHeartRadio podcast, and all those different platforms that I'm on, Apple Podcast. You won't be able to see what I'm putting on the screen, but you definitely will be able to hear uh, what I'm saying. So my Twitter is at Clinton06. At Clinton06. Now that's the Twitter. And on there you will see a variety of videos that I have displayed on my Twitter showing how officers have been harassing black men, people in general, but black men specifically. And on that Twitter feed, you're going to see videos where there's a white kid or white young, young man who is breaking out windows. He's breaking out windows while police are watching you, watching him. A police is watching him. Matter of fact, two of them are watching. You can tell. They did nothing to him. There's also a video, and I, I saw this with my own eyes. I think it's all over YouTube, where you had a white man dressed with some, he had some kind of goggles on his face. He was busting out windows at the auto zone. And the rumor right now is that he was a part of a right wing outfit. So you've got people who are agitating the situation. Now, when you look at the precinct, when you look at the precinct that was burned out by the protesters, you gotta take the time to analyze what's happening on the ground, folks. How were they allowed to burn a police precinct down? And most of the people that you could see on video were white guys they were allowed they were able to do that without any police coming at them in any shape or form i do not believe that that was on purpose i don't think that was by accident i don't believe in any accidents i believe all these things have some common place have some common reality and that reality is is that you could have Agent provocateurs and the government of this United States has done that in many demonstrations in the past. They have engaged in many trickery behavior in the past. Since the death of Mr. Floyd, protest has erupted in at least 
140 cities across the United States, and the National Guard has been active in at least 21 states. And you know, Donald Trump says that he wanted to put the Army to dominate the streets. He wanted to put the military on the people. And I don't know how many of you out there realize that Donald Trump, despicable Nazi president that he is, somehow there was a military helicopter that was flowing, flying at such a low level to purposely blow the protesters, those that were actually protesting peacefully, and there was oil from the plane dripping on them. That was done pers- pers- purposefully. <laughs> I'm having a tongue tie right now. I'm sorry, folks. That was on purpose, what he did. And that's being, so they say, so they say it's being investigated so I would say right now that um, Donald Trump would get a big fat F for doing that. And that's what I say. Tell the truth. Right now what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring up, I'm going to bring a call in from my man Aaron Collins. He's on the ground in Los Angeles. I'm going to bring him in in just a moment, but I just want to go over this uh, as I get ready to pipe him into the program. Uh, The police chief in Louisville, Kentucky, was fired after the restaurant owner was killed when police officers and National Guard troops shot towards protesters. And in Austin, Texas, the police chief said that the black protesters who had been shot in the head by officers was in critical condition. So you've had officers that have shot people in this country, right during these protests. You've had the Minneapolis police who struck first blood when they attacked people who were protesting peacefully, and then they put the pepper and the grenades and the tear gas on them. I know people are out there making criticism, saying, why are they tearing up the community? First of all, one of the things that's unique about this protest is that you notice most of the stuff that's been getting destroyed has been uh, corporations. They're destroying things that's owned by big-time money. So when you look at the kids that went to CNN, they destroyed the CNN outer building. They destroyed the windows. They got on top of the CNN logo, and they put spray paint all over it. That's the money. Because CNN is a multi-billion dollar news organization. Now, the mayor, Bottoms or whatever her name, she got on there ragging about how you're destroying the CNN and it was brought here by, you know, Turner and all of that. First of all, CNN, like many news rags, have been involved in orchestrating poor images and very bad reports as it relates to black people, have we not forgotten? CNN has been involved in doing news reports where they have betrayed black people in poor manner. CNN is also a news organization that has, it picks certain black people like Van Jones to come on the show and push their narrative on black people. You notice how every time something happens, they always pull some mush mouth Negro or black person to push some narrative that doesn't even coincide with what's going on on the streets. 
with the real people. I must say that. I have a few guests in the chat room of the YouTube portion of the podcast, which is the Information Man Speaks podcast. But those of you who will be listening or listening right now to this on the other platforms, there is a chat room where people come into the chat room. They have discussions. I can interact with them in the chat room. We've got my man, DJ Moss, in the house. Earl Owens in the house. We've got, uh, let's see, BBC Censor. We got uh, Magic's Woman. Thank you for being here, uh, woman. Uh, she says, I don't trust any of these. Like, Let me put uh, some statements on the screen. And uh, for those of you out there listening once again in the regular podcast uh, platforms, you won't be able to see it for yourself, of course, but I'll be able to read them off. So we've got uh, Earl Owens, who says retired Captain David Dorn was, uh, let me see, murdered by looters. Wow. And then we have the Nazi woman. I don't trust any of these white folks out there in the crowd. That's what the sister has to say about that. And we have DJ Moss, who came in and he says, peace. Censor says, hey, y'all, all. what's going on, BBC Censor? And just as a reminder to some of the people that I see in my on my uh, platform that are new, the two uh, ladies that are in there, I believe they're new to the channel or they may be subscribed. Make sure you check out my larger channel, which is the Information Man Show. If you go on the this YouTube page, you will find, scroll down, you will find the Information Man Show and subscribe. That's my bread and butter channel. Let me get back on the right top on the topic here because what's happening in America is I'm going to say it again. I think that America is uh, it's operating the way it was meant to operate, folks. When it comes to black people, it was never meant to operate in our favor. It was never meant to operate to our benefit or our growth as people. But at the same time, I believe that it can't reform itself because of what I had just said to you because of the white supremacy that is so embedded in American society. And don't be fooled by some of the stuff that you're going to hear in the media when they say that they're going to, they need, uh, the police need more training. My question to that and to all of you listening, if you have individuals in the police department that are white supremacists and believe me, doesn't matter if the police are black or other races because the, this is the power of white supremacy. It maintains itself when it's able to get other people who look like you or other people of other, other races to maintain and codify it by maintaining by maintain its system upon you when you become a police officer and now you take an oath as a police officer to uphold the law or to uphold the, uh, uphold the uh, law in terms of putting a foot in a knee on the necks of black men and black women. So when you are a black police officer, in my estimation, you are upholding the doctrine of the white supremacist because the white, because police, the military, all these systems maintain and protect, give a protective structure and infrastructure to protecting 
white supremacists and white people in this society, whether they see themselves as white supremacists or not. It does not protect black people. And that is the reason why George Floyd was killed in a way he was. You'll have some people that will say, well, no, it wasn't racism that killed him. It was bad cops that killed him. It all goes hand in hand. Matter of fact, the cop that killed him was a member, was a uh, follower, a Trump follower, a Trump supporter. And we know that a lot of these Trump supporters are volatile. They think that Trump can do no wrong. If you criticize Trump, they're quick to justify it. And that's the bullshit. We've seen during his campaign where many individuals that were supporting him were beating up people. And I think what's happened is, is that when Trump went out there with the Bible, it's the same thing that Hitler did. There's a picture of Hitler. Check it out. Go on your Google where Hitler is holding up a Bible. He's doing a lot of things that are very Hitler-like in terms of, I'm talking about the symbolism. The symbolism that he engages in. And when he did that, taking the picture, which was nothing but a photo op next to the cathedral there, the church there, the folks that run the church said they never gave him any permission to do that, or has he ever come over there for service and even read the damn Bible? Now, this situation is very serious because George Floyd, I want to say this, this movement is actually bigger than George Floyd. At first, I was thinking, no, it's about George Floyd. No, it's bigger. George Floyd is just the iceberg that broke. It, it's the camel. It's the straw that broke the camel's back. Because what you're seeing is the frustration amongst legitimate protesters out there, that is, the frustration of people that are tired of seeing people, police get away with killing, killing us. They're tired of seeing cases like Eric Garner. They're tired of seeing cases like Oscar Grant. They're tired of seeing cases like um, Sister Taylor. Sister Taylor, Rihanna Taylor, has been lost in this protest. I mean, I know that they're shouting, they're, they're shouting her name, but there is attacks on black women in our society. There are attacks on black women in America as well, and we need to acknowledge that fact as they're not, they're not just killing black men, but they are attacking the black family because when you attack the black woman, you are attacking the black family because it is the black woman who the black man needs in order to reproduce himself, and it is the black woman who needs the black man for which to reproduce the black family. So both black women and black men are interchangeable in this battle, in this fight. 
And let's not forget that. And for all of you out there that are still listening to me, open your mind and just listen. Just open your mind and just listen, please. And so let's talk about in St. Louis. St. Louis and Las Vegas officers were shot and wounded in New York City. In Buffalo, New York, they were injured after being stuck by a car. These were some of the events that happened after the George Floyd killing. But check this out. We already know in uh, Buffalo, New York, and those two cops, I think, have been fired or they're under indictment. There was a white man, older white man, who walked up to them and he got knocked to the ground to the point that he got he hit his head with a loud thump and he bled out in his head. The police department in Buffalo lied and said that that he had slipped and fell on his own, as you already have heard the story. But come to find out with other footage, because you had a news organization out there, they realized, uh-oh, they're lying again. Because they caught him on tape. Now, I'm bringing this example up because we know that police are doing, they're doing the majority of their brutality towards black men. But I'm bringing this up to, to say that the police in this country are out of control Completely out of control. Let me see if I can bring in Brother Aaron Collins, see if he's still out there in the streets of L.A. Give him a call and uh, just hang on for one moment while I play a little bit of music. Let me see here. All right. Aaron Collins. Yes, sir, brother. Okay, look, Aaron. We're on we're 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 on live, brother. So uh Okay. All right, so wait a minute, wait a minute, brother. So Aaron Collins is a YouTuber as well. He goes by the name of Real Aaron Collins. He's out in the streets of Los Angeles right now and they're protesting out there. Aaron, if you can get somewhere and talk to me, brother, let us know uh what's going on, brother. We gotta get this we gotta get this we gotta get the sound right because we got people listening in YouTube, Periscope, and Twitter live. So get somewhere where you can talk real quick and tell me what's going on. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I'm in Hollywood right now. You're in Hollywood right now. What's What's been yeah, going Hollywood, on out there? Hollywood right now, they're, they're protesting. I mean, the last two days I was there yesterday. Right now we got like one of the main intersections of Hollywood, uh, Hollywood and Highland, Hollywood Boulevard and Highland Avenue. And they got a makeshift memorial, like right literally in the middle of the street. Right. Everyone is out there. Uh, traffic is going around. People are going by, blowing horns, and honking in solidarity with us. We're chanting the names of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery. Okay. And all the other victims of police misconduct and murder. And we're we sending a strong message that we ain't taking it no more. I mean, there's all kind of people out here, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, and... Man, this is um, this is something. This intersection of Hollywood that I'm at. This is where the Academy Awards are every year. Oh, huh. 
We're, we're literally like two minutes away from the Dolby Center. So just imagine, I mean, the Academy Awards, as is, is, is extravagant as they are, don't even get a, um, a, a strong, uh, I mean, get, get even a, a stand like this. Okay. I mean, and when the people come together on one accord, let let everyone know that enough is enough. We didn't had it. That's just what that is. And this has been going on for a long time. So this is showing me that this is even more powerful than even I thought it would be. Right. I think uh, I think uh, a lot of people are fed up. Now, give me the ratio. You said that uh, you have white folks out there. You've got uh, black people out there. I've been talking on my broadcast so far about uh, – we got to be aware of the aging provocateurs and things of that nature, uh, Brother Aaron. But um, but it's good to see that people out there raising some hell. Now, let me bring this up to you. Um, I did a, uh, I did a uh, podcast that I released showing that uh, the people were fed up. I, uh, I think they had a police commission meeting that was on Zoom, and you had majority of the people that were calling in were white folks. And they were giving the uh, police commission and the uh, police chief more. They were giving him a tongue lash and they were calling him F you and F that. I mean, they were getting up in his behind. And I was laughing because they, I found it amusing that hearing white people argue and uh, argue at other white people. It um, it made me um, it made me laugh, uh, laugh to my stomach. Um, uh, uh, brother, <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know what? I heard someone say this before. You know what? We, we we should sit back and let them handle it because, see, it's like they've heard this before when we did it, but it's like now they're like, oh, now we see what black people have been talking about. But oh, hell, we've been. But go ahead, go ahead, Collins. I mean, like we've been saying this for the last four hundred damn years. I mean, this is not the first rodeo. Right, it's not the first rodeo. But see, this is the thing, though. It, it, to me, it speaks to a level of bullshit. Speaks to a level of bullshit when um, they need us to tear up when shit like this has to happen for them to say, okay, we understand. I think uh, what's happening is, is that they want to understand now because it was black people who first started hitting those streets. And I think what's happened is, is that for whatever reason, you've got a small, you got some white people who are taking to the streets and getting involved in this. But let, let's just say this, though, Aaron. We got to keep in mind that I think part of what's going on in this protest is the fact that people have been in their homes, sheltered and in because of COVID-19, that people are frustrated about being in their homes, being locked down, not being able to be out and socially interact with people. So I also believe that some of what you're seeing out there along with people's frustration with what the police are doing and what's happening in this country is also the frustration of being pinned in by COVID-19. All right. Now, but let me also add this to the caviar to that. And I want your, I want you to give me some feedback on what you think here. Don't right. you find it suspicious that the news media has been telling us to stay in the house because of COVID-19, stay in the house because of COVID-19 but yet now all of a sudden, because people are tearing up some shit out there, they're telling people to be calm, be calm, be peaceful in your protest. So now the media is telling people to go out there and protest and do it peacefully. Wait a minute. Not too long ago, the media told us that we shouldn't be outside because um, we could possibly die of the COVID-19. So I find that highly suspicious as well. 
in my conspiracy theory, but go ahead and give me your thoughts, uh, Aaron Collins, and get somewhere good where you can talk, brother. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I see exactly what you're saying, too, and, and it, it does make perfect sense what you're saying because it's like out of one ear, they're, they're telling us, okay, yeah, you, you're going to get sick like you just said, but all of a sudden this happens, and they know people, and you also struck another good point, too, where people were already frustrated because they were isolated and quarantined and stuff like that, too. And and that thought has crossed my mind. But at the same time, this is also, I think they're probably worried about the backlash of what may happen to them because this is probably the most I've actually seen that I can think of that white people are just being just so docile and just so inviting. And, you know, they're like, hey, brother, and stuff like that. And I'm not saying some of them are not genuine. They could very well be genuine about it. I, I get that. But like you said, some of them could be um, there to, as agents and just out there to just play the role. Well, this is the thing, Aaron. I believe when it comes to protests like this that black people should be in the lead. And they should be work. They should be following our direction. We should not be following their direction. And let me tell you something that disturbed me, brother. Uh, and I was going to do a video on this, but I just didn't do it. Uh, yesterday, I was looking at uh, MB, MB, MSNBC, where they're you know how they have their sky cam and they're scoping what's going on on the ground. And I believe it was in Washington D.C. where they've got that yellow uh, written "Black Lives Matter" on the uh, ground. And uh, all of a sudden, I'm looking at the crowd, and I'm hearing drums, and I'm seeing a, a, a vehicle, some type of van or car or truck or something, one of those big trucks. And you got people on top of the truck. You got people playing drums. And it looked like a lot of white folks out there with black people sprinkled in. And all of a sudden, you're seeing people in the crowd dancing, and the drums are hitting. And I'm saying to myself, God damn, is this supposed to be a protest? Or is it turning into a goddamn festival? And it looked like a damn festival. And I said, this is what happens to our movements when other people come in and we say to ourselves as black people, and this is part of our problem, man, because we want white people to love us. We got this love affair with white folks that as soon as they jump up, they become a part of our movements. Now, all of a sudden, black people are like, oh, this is cool. They're cool. Next thing you know, they got you dancing. They got you buck dancing and uh, popping your ass when wait a minute it's supposed to be a protest now it looks like a damn festival that's what happened uh, that I witnessed at a particular time in Washington D.C. what are your thoughts you know yeah that makes sense too and, and believe me I've, I've seen some of those elements too and it has gotten to the point where it's like okay yeah this is a protest and we are we still want convictions and you do see a lot of them sprinkled in there doing our dances and doing whatever. And I'm, and I'm even seeing them with the sign saying so-and-so for BLM, blah, 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 for BLM. And yeah, it's like, I mean, I've said this before when all the, there's other stuff, the looting and rioting and stuff started happening. I said this myself that this stopped being about George Floyd a long time ago. This started being something else completely altogether different. Right. And um, so that there he is. Aaron Collins is out there in the uh, society. Aaron, let me tell you something. Um, are you familiar? Let me tell you about this story here and everybody out there listening. Aaron, uh, let me just break this down to you. 
Are you, um, let me see here. Are you familiar with the story? There was a black man in Seattle who was shot by the police. Let me read this to you real quick. And everybody out there, real quick. Black owner of a barbecue restaurant killed by Louisville. Not see, it wasn't Seattle. It was Louisville police officers often gave them free meals. A 53-year-old black business owner in Louisville, Kentucky, was killed by police gunfire early in the, on Monday morning during the protest that city and law enforcement attempted crowd control in the neighborhood near his barbecue business. His name was David McCallard, 53 years old, was considered a community pillar, particularly due to the popularity of his restaurant in West Louisville. He was a businessman for decades and would often serve free meals to the police officers who frequent his establishment. The Louisville Metropolitan Police Department, LMPD, and the National Guard were attempting to disperse gathering of people near the, his place of business. Part of the nationwide uprise in response to the killing of George Floyd at the hands of Minneapolis, Minnesota police last week. Tell me, wow. Aaron Collins, give me your opinion. And this is the why people are going out there and raising hell and saying that they're not going to take it anymore because it's not just George Floyd. This is bigger than George Floyd. I know a week yeah. ago when we were on, I kind of said that it was about George Floyd, but I have changed my ideology because I've had time to observe and read articles about the shit that's going on. Now you tell me, brother, uh, what you think about that. I mean, this is the first I've actually heard of that particular incident, even though the same Louisville sounds vaguely familiar. But yeah, um, it's, it's just like they, they forget that they're, I mean, it sounds like a pattern because wasn't it said that George Floyd actually worked at the same club that Daryl Chauvin the, the very cop that killed him. Right, right. Uh, That's the so yeah. Right, and then D D Derek Shelvin worked at a club with him because remember, uh, George Floyd got fired. No, George Floyd lost his job due to the COVID nineteen. He got laid off. Then he took a job as a bouncer at a club, and Derek Chauvin worked there as well. That's why I was telling you a week ago, we were both talking about this that Derek mm -hmm. Chauvin, in my opinion. I think he had something out against George Floyd because if you work with someone and you're in good standings with that person, you like them, you respect them, and then you encounter them as an officer, then you would say, wait a minute, this is George. I know George. We work together. We, I can talk to him. We can, we can handle this. No, don't, 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 don't rough this guy up. But no, he, 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 roughed, him, he roughed him up, which tells me, he had it in for George, in my opinion. Then you've got another rumor going on. And tell me if you heard this to be true or not. I haven't found uh, proof of this or seen it. Then there's people saying that, oh, George was being aggressive with the officers when they got him out of the car and he had a big bag of drugs on him. And I'm saying to myself, wait a minute, he had a, uh, uh, a friend in the car with him who was on CNN, the despicable CNN, but nevertheless, he said that George was taken back because he didn't know why he was being arrested, but he said George was not fighting. But I haven't heard anyone report emphatically 
that the police found a bag of drugs. Is that true or not? I haven't heard anything about any drugs, but I did hear that they had them in the police car. Then they took them out of the police car and then threw them on the ground, which did not make the most sense to me at all. No, did not does not make sense at all. What's I want to? Uh, we got a, a guest. We got a, a wonderful lady that's coming to the chat room of the YouTube portion of my podcast, and that is Anita B. She says, guys, smash the likes. Yeah, everybody, smash the likes if you can. I haven't gone live on this channel in a while. Got to do this more frequently. And I didn't send out a, I didn't send out a lot of personal notifications and YouTube. And I know it's late for people across the country, so some people are probably sleeping. They'll watch this on a repeat. Um, but what do you think about that? Uh, you got the old, you had the uh, 75-year-old white male who was knocked to the ground, his head was stumped. The police lied about that. Now you got the two police officers that are looking at losing their job because they, they knocked down a white man. So you know that white man's going to get justice. They're talking about charging them with a goddamn felony already. See, this shows you the difference. They knock a 75-year-old white man down. It's caught on tape. No questions asked. They are, they are, they are under indictment for a felony. And then George Floyd gets killed. That white man's not even dead. He's alive walking around. George Floyd gets killed. And um, it takes people tearing some shit up around the world, around the country, for them to come back and say, okay, 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 okay. We're going to arrest Derek Shelvins. Then people got to put up a more fight and they say, okay, 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 okay. We're going to arrest the other three goons. What do you think, uh, Aaron Collins? Yeah, I, I heard about this. The same old, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's the same a old tale of privilege. If you have the skin, then you win. I mean, with them. And I, and I did hear the story about that 73-year-old white man bust his head open. and I heard that the cops either resigned or got fired that were associated with it. And I, I have heard that. Matter of fact, I just heard that particular story today. Right. Uh, let me say this. Uh, Maurice, if you want to come upstairs... Um, I'm not going to show my face or anybody else's face. We're going to keep it radio style like this, but you still will be able to be heard um, upstairs if you want to add anything because Mo, uh, Mo, uh, Maurice, you, he's in uh, Wisconsin. He's been on the streets out there interviewing people in these protests. Um, was there any uh, mistreatment by the police in, um, okay. out there in, in, in Los Angeles tonight? Well, ironically, tonight and yesterday, I didn't see not one officer. Matter of fact, the police yesterday, when we when we walked walk through um the Hollywood, we walked we literally walked past an entire platoon of L.A. County sheriffs. Right. And they went in their full riot gear, but they stayed on on their trucks and drove right past it. Okay. So like they they put on this stuff, but they see the people, and then they they boned out, but. I haven't seen that one of them tonight. Now, I think I've seen a few helicopters in the air, but they, they do that anyway. Mm -hmm. But no, I haven't seen any black and white on the ground. Okay. At least not yet. So, yeah. Now, let me know what, you, what your opinion. Uh, going back to that story about the black man in Louisville, according to reports, the shooting is currently under investigation mm -hmm. from several different layer, levels of the government. Louisville Mayor Greg Fletcher, 
commented on the matter, announced that the chief of police, Steve uh, Corgren, was fired. Wow, they fired the chief of police down there because of what happened, particularly because no member of law enforcement involved in the shooting had their body cams turned on at the time. So check this That's out. Remember when they said that, and, 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 and I, got a, I, got a, uh, I got someone in the chat room uh, from the Periscope area, uh, area of the chat room who says his name is View111111. Uh, uh, he says, very possible that the cops had a doorman grudge with George. That stuff goes on all the time. Yeah, that's true. You could have a doorman grudge, but but the problem is is that they both work together as doormen at the club. That's what's been reported. Now, this is what makes this case very dangerous, this, this situation with the brother in Louisville. I forgot to add this piece to the caviar, uh, Aaron, brother Aaron, is that what makes it devastating is that his body, after he was shot, was left out in the streets for 12 hours. Do you hear me? For 12, 12 hours. hours. That's right. I'm telling the truth. Tell the That's truth. not even natural right there. In the street for 12, 12 hours. This is in Louisville. So, folks, That's if you want to, you're absolutely right. If folks want to know more about this story, uh, it's titled Black Owner of a Barbecue Restaurant, Louisville Police Often Gave Them Free Meals. So, this black man gave them free meals. He fed their asses and they treated them like that, like dirt. Um, let me see. Uh, we got some, we got Anita B is in the house. She says exactly information, man. Thank you, sister. We got my man, Earl Owens. You got the skin you're in, right? Right, right. We got R Y in the house. I just saw the video about the elderly man. Yes, yes, yes. And of course we've got Maurice in the house. He's originally from Chicago, but he lives Maurice in West. Yeah, he's uh, originally from Chicago, but he lives in Wisconsin. He's a conservative brother, but uh, I've been on his yeah. channel. He's kind of a, a brother that he can see both sides of the issue. He is yeah, not I know he is not completely bamboozled by the guy yeah. in the White House. In the White House. Oh yeah, Mister Forty Five, the Orange Crush guy. Yeah. Right, that Orange Crush guy. So uh, the man who says he wants to control. The, he wants to control the, uh, the you got to control the streets with the military. You got to control mm -hmm. it. That's his propaganda. That's his, uh, what he wants to do. But check this out. I, I got to be, I got to be uh, straight up about it. White folks know white folks because you had the military uh, generals, retired generals who came out and said that Donald Trump is not fit for leadership. Now, for those of you mega heads out there, these are men who have fought in war these are men who uh, have protected this country from enemies, foreign and domestic, okay? Mm -hmm. And these are men who did not run away from the military like Donald Trump, claiming he had bone spurs in his feet. No, he had his privilege as a rich, a rich, uh, 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 what do you call that? When the kids have, um, uh, he's, a, uh, he's a welfare child, he's a... Uh, <laughs> He's a trust fund baby. Trust fund baby. Right. And he's a son of a man by the name of Fred Trump out of Queens who got into a fight in 1922 with the police department of New York to, as, a, as he was a supporter in his, in his involvement in the Ku Klux Klan. Look it up. I didn't make this up. It's the truth. And I know that truth really hurts you out there listening. Yeah the truth oh let's see 
Aaron, uh, what else was going on tonight in your discovery out there? Well, so yeah, and I see all the, the people out here doing their things. Of course, um, you got the folks that's co-opting. You, and you know, that's something else that they do. They they co-opt and they they put they attach their struggle to ours, mm-hmm. and it, it, it no longer becomes just yeah. They're, they're they're telling Black Lives Matter, but they're saying everyone else lives matter, and completely once again, it's like anytime when, when we do something, they want to hurry up and catch the wave, right? You know, it's like we we can't can we just have anything wrong? But it was one sister on there tonight that I was so glad she got up there and said that black people. It's important that we don't let them co-opt our issues. I mean, we see them out here right now, but we have to do we basically in so many words. And I'm paraphrasing what she said. Right. She said we 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 have to be behind our own stuff. We can't let other folks co-opt what we're doing. And then she literally Tell called out every black person there. Right, because, you know, we have to control the narrative. We have to control mm-hmm. the Halizano, the te- every goddamn thing, the television, everything. Black men, mm-hmm. black women have to control our images. Information mm-hmm. And it, like you said power. earlier, yeah, it was looking pretty festival. Like, matter of fact, like, certain um, events we, that we had, like Kwanzaa Fest, right? Right. Now, now that's being um, bankrolled by Coca-Cola. Now let me. Uh, we have someone in the uh, in the. Um, I'm streaming live. We've got folks watching us in the Periscope area. We've got a uh, white privilege is so obvious, obvious uh, uh, and real. I've tried talking to whites about it for years. Look, I'm gonna tell you right now. You should not spend a lot of time arguing with people. Uh, who may not see things, you don't argue with white people about these issues. We know what the truth is. I'm going to bring Brother Mo on in just a moment to add to the discussion. I don't really, uh, Aaron Collins, tell me if I'm wrong or right. What's your opinion on this? Because I don't spend a lot of time. I don't think black people at this point in time, I don't think we need to be the ones trying to convince them. If they have a problem and black people have been telling them about their problems and their issues around race for years, we have been saying it and saying it and saying it. I get to a point where it gets it gets tiring, you know. Um, this person also wrote that ignorance is blessed. Remove the blessed and you remove the ignorance. I believe that's what we're seeing right now. So uh, yeah. give me your comments on that as I bring Brother Mo in. Yeah, that, that's our problem. We're always trying to convince people. We're trying to always explain something. We don't owe no one an explanation. Why do we keep explaining ourselves? No, we, we we need to do what it is we do, and and do it for us. Right. Like Fubu once said, "For us, by us." That that's the way it needs to go back to. Right. Um, let me ask you this question because I was listening to Tariq Nasheed just today on some of his repeat shows, and he said that the one thing that you see that's missing in the uh, protests. You got the Black Lives Matter signs, and we know that Black Lives Matter has been co-opted by the uh, liberal source. Let me cut the sound down. Mo Reese has got a loud sound in the back, so once he gets his sound in order, he know we know that uh, there's a lot there's a uh, a lot going on with uh, how they co-op organizations, and so Tariq was saying that Black people need to have signs out there saying reparations too. Okay, so if so, if white people are going to now say that they understand what we've been going through, well, now it's time to cut the goddamn check. 
you see, cut that check. Now, let's bring, uh, what are your thoughts uh, before I bring uh, Brother Mo in? Oh, yeah. And you know what? When you start talking about reparations, then they'll, they'll probably do a, a two-step back. Matter of fact, they'll probably even go as far as say something like, well, you, you guys got your stimulus, right? And, um, we ain't talking about stimulus checks. What the hell is $1,200? No, we're not talking about stimulus. We're talking about reparations, which is something else we've been still been talking about that for decades also. I mean, you gave everyone else their reparations. When do we get ours? Right. That's that's where I'm coming from, that if they they feel all this love and all this, we understand what you're going through, then guess yeah. what? White people out there listening, go call, pick up your phone, use your Five Calls app. You can download that on your Droid or your damn uh, 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 iPhones and call your congressman and put pressure on your congressman to get that goddamn mm-hmm. uh, reparations bill passed. If they can give uh, banks in this country a trillion dollars a day mm-hmm. when we were going through the COVID-19 heavily a few months back, exactly. and I found that article mm-hmm. out on PBS News that they were giving yep. them a trillion dollars a day, they can certainly give black people the money that they owe us because this is what it is. Let me put it on the screen. It's a goddamn yep. debt. Do you see there? Reparations. Well, like the American like- has a debt to pay. Go ahead. Exactly. Aaron. I'm like this. And I mean, since you understand me so much, then running my money. That's exactly all it right. is. Right. Run those, run that money right now. Now, mm. let me bring in uh, Brother Mo into the conversation. He's uh, out in the Wisconsin area, but he's originally from Chicago, Chi Town. Brother Mo, how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing, man? Right. Uh, I'm doing pretty well, brother. I've been, um, I went, I, I, I'm doing this kind of late night. I've been trying to experiment on a few things on this channel, but I think I'm going to probably go with this style on this channel. But I'm glad to have you here. Tell folks, uh, you know, who you are, where they can find you. But uh, most of all, give me your honest opinion about what you think about the protest, whether good or bad, brother, because there are certainly things about it that I don't like, and there are certainly things that I do like. But give us okay. your honest opinion. Okay, first of all, yeah, I'm Maurice Delk, uh, you know, and um, I'm born and raised in the city of Chicago, and uh, I live in Wisconsin. I actually live like an hour from Chicago, so it's really like it's really like I never left. And um, yes, I'm the rawest conservative on YouTube. Yes, I am. Not ABL, <laughs> it's Maurice Delk, not Brandon Tatum. They don't tell it how I tell it, you know. I care about the black community. I love the black community. I'm hood. I'll put it that way. But uh What's been going on, man? It's uh to me, it's been BS. It's been BS. And uh I'm looking at the protest. See, I was doing something uh yesterday. Yeah, I think it was yesterday, the day before yesterday. I was going in Matt, I was in I was in Madison, Wisconsin. That's Liberalville mm-hmm. right there. That's like right. Berkeley, that's like uh, uh 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 Portland. And when I was down there, I I, I deliberately on purpose asked every white person mm-hmm. a question: do you have white privilege? And I asked a hundred of them, and they all said yes. And I was just asking on some stuff. So if you got caught with a bag of dope, you are not going to get locked up. No. So if you got caught in Walmart still, you're not gonna look. They don't tell everything, but I'm asking them all questions, and they just lost. The white liberal just lost. They had so much white guilt. It's like they apologize. They apologizing from hanging our ancestors. They apologize for their ancestors hanging our ancestors from the tree. And I'm like, wow, man, this is. It's about white liberal guilt uh, during this, um, you, you know, d- during this George Floyd incident, during this George Floyd protest. If you look at it, it's mostly white liberals. It's those white, th- these uh, Antifa 
and and I and I'm like, oh, come on, y'all. And and I just wish black people, I just wish black people wake the hell up that the white liberals don't give a damn about us. They just want to pander us. All I see is see them is just patting us on the head, calling us a bunch of niggas. This is why I do vote conservative. This is why I vote Republican. I'm not saying Republican is good. I'm not. I'm not saying that. But mm-hmm. I, I vote on policies. I'm on poli- I, I'm, I'm about the principles. Like Big Warren say, it's the principles. And and uh, well, far well, as let Go me ahead, ask bro. you this. Let me ask you this question. And let me say peace to my main, my brother, uh, TR, the TR show. Hello, he says hello, everybody. Make sure y'all go over there and check that brother's channel out. Um, he's fantastic, fantastic brother. Love, love that brother. Uh, Maurice, I got to give you a little pushback though, brother. Do you actually believe? And this is no shade to you, but we got we got to ask honest questions. No, bring it, bro. Do, do, do you honestly believe that the majority of the people out there? Because I'm hearing this from the from conservatives that this is a that uh democrats uh this is a uh conspiracy of the democrats of the liberals although shit the damn republicans got damn near control of the whole goddamn government so i'm trying to ask you right now you really believe that everybody out there is just uh a liberal there might be uh independents out there that could be a few conservative there could be some conservatives out there who are tired of seeing uh, what's happening in this country as well as democrats and people that's and people and i bet you there's people out there who don't even vote maurice don't even vote mo yeah, yeah. so and, and, and until we have a statistical breakdown and i know it's easy to assume that it's all liberals because you know it's all wild and out out there but wait a minute what about those conservatives mo that were out there in Charlottesville who said that the Jews won't replace us. Black, uh, you won't take right. down our. Come on now, a lot of those folks, white folks, raise hell. What about the white folks that raise hell in Michigan about the sheltered and in? Don't tell me. A lot of them were Trump supporters, and they went out there and raised hell with guns in the I, I state building. Yeah, and they yeah, didn't yeah. get they didn't get their ass thrashed around. Now, of course, they didn't burn up nothing. They didn't tear up. But then again, we got to keep this in mind. Not everybody involved in this protest is out there doing anarchy. Uh huh. Because I know I, uh, when I lived in San Francisco, I knew for I, there were white boys that I went to school with, Mo, that were involved in. They were part of anarchy groups. They got anarchy groups in the Bay Area, and when everything go go, every time something goes down, they they infiltrate and get involved and go out there and start fires and all kind of shit purposely, and. I saw on a video where this white dude, these white people were spraying Black Lives Matter and the black folks got on them and said, stop doing that because people are going to think that we're doing this yeah. and you using our banner is making us look bad. Yep. So there's a lot of elements out there on the street. Would you agree or disagree? Yes, I, I, you know what? I agree with that. And uh, there are a lot of them, uh, them white folks, I'm going to say the, 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 them white liberals or them white uh, libertarians, whatever you want to call it, they, they right. is making black folks look bad and uh i was sick looking at this up in madison wisconsin you got nothing but white liberals with the with, with dreadlocks you don't talk about the hippie ones that they walking around spraying spray painting angry black woman seriously angry black woman did they, did they spray paint a picture of a woman black woman looking angry and they don't know nothing about black people and i'm, I'm like wow you know they just they, they, they are doing a lot of pandering. They try to, it's like they patting us, they, they patting us on the head, calling us a bunch of niggas. 
and and, right. I, and it's very sick. And I, and I and I tell black folks, I said black folks, Black Lives Matter. Do it's, it's not for they're not for our best interest. They are not. And right. we, please, y'all, have a free thing. It's not a Democrat Republican. I, and I told black people, I said black people, I don't follow Trump blindly. I make it public that that I don't like a lot of Republicans. I don't. I vote over mm-hmm. Trump over policies, but I don't. I, I think a lot of Republicans. I think like 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 you brought up the Charlottesville. Yes, it's the far right wings. I don't like them. A lot of far wings, white right wings, don't like me. The uh, the conservatives I deal with are more like diverse. You know, we we got Latinos for Trump. You know, we got blacks for Trump. I deal with people like them. You know, I, I deal with people that been through it. You know, and. I don't deal with the far. I don't deal with them David Duke type of people. You know, matter of fact, when, when I was at a rally up in D.C., mm-hmm. we told the David Duke people, if you come to our rally, you will be esc- your racist ass will be escorted out our rally. We don't play that. You know, you got okay. far left and you got far right. Far left is Antifa. Far right, you got them David Duke type of people. You got them 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 real radicals over here. You know that they really don't like us because 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 I, I experienced that as soon as I say something that Trump supporters don't like, they turn your back on me. You know, okay. they 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 do that. So I called them out too, and I am very pissed off at Candace Owens right now. I am very pissed off at her right now, and I met her, we talked. I pissed off at her right now because she is trying. I mean, seriously, she don't see nothing. It's like she is uh, what you call that bootlicking white people, and I don't right. like that. She. Does, and, and then I've seen black conservatives call her out lately, and I'm and I'm loving it, you know. Right. And I yeah, feel she, that us black she's definitely, she's definitely. Uh, if ahead. I could, brother, she's definitely bootlicking a lot, and it's a damn shame. Uh, like for example, I mean, I know she got into his criminal record. Look, okay, <laughs> the criminal record, or uh, look, the criminal record, whatever he dealt with, those things he dealt with, but he still shouldn't have been killed in the way he was killed, and. He did not get a, they did not arrest him or handle him like that because of his police record. It was because of something. Now, the, the rumor out there is that, well, he was fighting with them. And now we're finding out that that may not be the truth. And then I think the other night when I was on your channel, brother, um, you had someone who came on there that said that he had this bag of drugs. Well, look, I haven't seen any evidence. I haven't right. heard anybody come out a uh, report or news and say he had a bag of drugs. See, that's why it's very dangerous, brother Mo. To have you got to watch when you have people say things. You know, you got to say we got to be able to say, well, where, where's your evidence? Show me the article. Show, show me yeah. the report. Show me the visual report. Show me the the paper report. Show me something. Uh, brother Aaron Collins, are you still there? What's up, Aaron? I know who he is. Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I I don't want you out of the camera, Aaron. Uh, you heard what Brother Mo has said. He's a he's cut. He's a different breed. He says. What is your thoughts? Well, actually, I didn't really hear Mo when he was talking. He was kind of low. Okay. Yeah, because I got you piped in through the foam, and he's actually on the uh, right into the stream here. So that's okay. But what basically what Mo is saying is is that you know even though he's conservative and he's a supporter of Trump. He doesn't like all conservatives, and he doesn't like uh, liberals that are fake. He doesn't like Candace Odin, he, Owens. He doesn't go for certain conservatives that talk out of their asses and make themselves look really bad, okay? He does believe that there are some orchestrations in these protests that he does not agree with. We both agree with the fact that you've got uh, provocateurs out there, but I also told him, look, 
because he was he was basically saying that hey you know it seems like it's a liberal thing to to change everything but i was saying to him that well you got a lot of people of different political backgrounds out there and we don't really know because we don't have the statistics on everyone's political background because you probably got people out there who don't even vote but aaron you were on the ground in los angeles would you say that people out there were more of a liberal crowd or just some or maybe a mixed political uh crowd or mostly liberal because it is los angeles yeah and i think it's mixed and i also believe it's a bunch of opportunists out here too okay. people who have no probably have not one iota clue of what's going on they see what appears to be something like a big party because it is like you said earlier very festival-ish very party-ish and stuff like that and it's like you see the people with the signs okay they got the little the cute signs some of them okay fine but it's like they get some of them get away from the the overall focus of what this is about and this is about police brutality on black people Right now, now I, I heard them mentioning. They heard them chanting George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. They didn't. They was those. They were the two main ones that they mentioned. I'm surprised a lot of you knew who Breonna Taylor was because I thought she got lost in the sauce. So I am glad that she's in the forefront. But once again, it's like, do you really know what you're out here for? Right, right, and we got uh we got Bird on. A wire 13 says this is coming from the periscope chat room he was not fighting with them even if he was it's not a reason to murder him he was not uh armed that's actually true that's very true uh and let me say by ry says that the uh the group is also among the pr the protesters inciting uh mayhem this is she says the boogaloo group is part of the protesters inciting mayhem since they want to destroy uh the government but let me i'm gonna say something to you got to you brothers and everybody in the chat room and uh, you tell me what you think i personally think if you look at the history of this country when we talk about a new world order what does new world order come out of it comes out of chaos from chaos you create a new world because chaos gives the government the ability to sue what? Change laws, take away your civil liberties, tell you you can't go here, you can't go there. What have they done to us already? Nine o'clock, you best to have your ass in the house. Six o'clock, you best to have your ass in the house. I'm looking, I looked at a schedule all across the country. You got various different times in different parts of the country where they're telling people, get your ass in the household. If you get caught out outside, your ass is arrested. That's a new world order. So remember that a lot of people are sitting up here thinking, oh, the government doesn't want this chaos. Oh, Trump says he wants to take control of the streets. Oh. No, brother, it's the opposite. They are fooling us. Don't get caught in the banana tailpipe. They, chaos has always been a way for, for, for the government to come in and change things. Look what happened in 9-11. When, they, when the towers went down, people panicked. People were scared. And what happened? That was chaos. And out of chaos, you got the goddamn Patriot Bill that was put into law and to, to put into enactment by Bush and company. And that's why you, they can, and now the government, which they already were doing, they can spy on you. They created Homeland Security. And under Bush, who said that, you know, Republicans don't like big government, 
we've got more big government that was created under him with the homeland security uh, bureaucracy. What do you think about that? That sounds about right because um, if you break down the new world order, that's exactly what they want. They establish a new way of doing things, a new order. And now that's basically what martial law does. All your little so-called constitutional rights are suspended. And then under martial law, they can incorporate and do anything they want. Like you see in the movies and stuff there on how they do things. It's like basically it's like how FEMA operates. A lot of people think that FEMA, they um, go and repair, go to disaster areas and stuff. Because um, we ran into FEMA when we helped rescue people out the Katrina. But FEMA is also not just um, Red Cross or Relief. They're also a shadow government. That means that if this government is proven unfit to to be in being real or anything like that, FEMA can be enacted. And once again, your so-called constitutional rights will be done away with under that new government and that new law. Right. And let me just say this too to uh, Sister BBC Censor. Uh, on my first channel, The Information Man Show, I dropped a new revised video about the uh, King Alfred plan. It's under martial law and insurrection. Check that out. I, I, I really broke it down in that video because in that video, I broke down how they have the country section off into different districts and regions when it comes to putting our black asses under quarantine, under uh, uh, military installations. They've got it broken down by regions. They got it broken down by Oakland, Los Angeles. Oh yes, check that video out. That's on the Information Man Show, my first channel. This is my second channel. And I'm trying to figure out how I wanna run this channel. Been doing some experimentation, but I think I, think I like this type of format to do these do the morning streams, late night streams, middle of the day streams in a radio style for format. I think this might be the formula that I've been looking for. Uh, Mo Reese, are you still there? I'm still here. I'm still here, bro. I'm still here. Um, uh, I was listening to what y'all saying about the New World Order, and uh, yeah, you may have a difference of opinion. I don't know yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I, was, nah, brother, I, I don't, I don't mind a difference of opinion. That's how we learn and grow. But go ahead, say, say what you got to say. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the New World Order, and uh, see, I used to, we used to teach class about the New Order, New World Order, about ten years ago at the church. I used to go to my old pastor. His name is Valentino. And we used to teach about this. We used to say that Obama was sent here to, you know, really put this New World the new world order in full effect. And uh, I truly believe, you know, and a lot of people disagree with me, but I truly believe that the, the one world government, the new world order eventually is going to come. I believe Trump was sent here to slow it down, to get us ready to, uh, you know, for this new world order, you, you know, to get us in order to, 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 uh, to, to stop all this madness. It, it, it's, you know what, all this stuff, you know, like they, they're trying to push the gay agenda on us. They're trying to push every agenda. I believe Trump, I mean, it's part of the plan. You know, I believe in God. I believe God. God's allowed Trump to come in office. Part of the plan to get us prepared to just rise up against principalities. You know, I know Trump has some off the wall stuff, but I believe Trump is a part of the plan because there's no accident that Trump is in office. And, you know, I know a lot of people look at, look at him as the spirit of the Antichrist, but I believe Trump is here to slow it down, to get us prepared. Because I listen to Alex Jones a lot. I mean, I talk about it myself that Trump is here to slow everything down and to, to get us, you know, to, to, to all rise up, come together. This ain't about uh, government. 
this ain't about government because I heard Trump said his own self. He said, worship God, not government. And believe it or not, when, when Trump said that, you know, and I took heed on this, we got to worship God, not a government. We got to we got we, we, we to protect our future. We got to protect our grandbabies because, you know, yes, I, I don't like to throw things all on the left because a lot of stuff is on the right, too. Right. But kindergarten teaches that, that they teach in kindergarten that there is 15 different genders. I mean, they teach that in California. And uh, once again, you look at policies here on the right side and you look at what they're doing. A lot of this stuff is pushed by the left. Come on. You, you think it's an accident after this impeachment? hearing everything happened and then they come with this COVID-19 and they come with this man I mean come on I mean if you look at it it's a lot of it is a liberal agenda I'm not saying it's liberals it's Mo, a liberal Mo. agenda there's two uh there's two governments in this there's two sides of the government that's why you have the ego wing you have a left side and a right side and you notice that no third party has really controlled this country because both the yeah. Both the Republicans and the Democrats both play games. They disguise themselves as not being the same, when in fact they are one in the goddamn same. And Mo, I'm going to bust your bubble about Donald bust Trump. It. Let me tell you something that you don't know about Donald Trump. The reason why Donald Trump has been able to still function in business when he had all those bankruptcies is because he's gotten himself connected with someone that he put in charge of our e-commerce of this country, which was Wilbert Ford. Wilbert who is a man, and I'm gonna do a video about this, this is a man who is connected to the Rothschild family, who bailed Donald Trump out when he was having economic problems, and he put this man, mm -hmm. because politics washes one hand over the other. There's no permanent enemies, no permanent uh, friends, mm -hmm. only permanent interests. So because of that, and I'll bring you in real uh, underrated darkness, he has been caught up with this man who has been connected, who is connected to the Rothschild family. I'm telling you that Donald Trump is more of an insider than he has portrayed, has he portrayed himself because all you have to do is look at the people that he's put in the government around him. All these guys are corporate one percenters, corporate insiders, and he told you and me that he wasn't an insider when, when in fact he's got everybody but insiders all around him all around him now the conspiracy theory about uh obama is not a conspiracy theory i'm gonna tell you why remember in 2008 he he was cited to be at a bilgerberger group meeting with one hillary clinton and bill clinton's been there the bilderberger group is a group that is made up of many world leaders power brokers the media everything they meet every three years in secret so they say and they discuss how things are really going to happen in the world the united nations that's in new york which was purchased and built by the rockefeller family they're a part of that shit too they don't make the real moves it's the Bilderberger group which by the way nobody becomes president of this country unless they are cleared and vetted by the Bilderberger group i believe that donald trump was put in the office, allowed to be in office because there's a bigger plan beyond him. Donald Trump is only just a puppet. There's bigger puppet masters who pull his goddamn strings as well as Obama. Now, Obama was talking this new world order shit, folks. You know why? I got the video to show you right now. Let me let you hear it. And this is most important for everybody listening out there that can see this visual. 
open your mind and just listen. And here we have the video that needs to be seen for all of your eyes. Listen to this. For generations to build. Ordinary men and women are too small-minded to govern their own affairs. That order and progress can only come when individuals surrender their rights to an all-powerful sovereign. And for the international order that we have worked for generations to build. Ordinary men and women are too small-minded to govern their own affairs. That order and progress can only come when individuals surrender their rights to an all-powerful sovereign. Order that we have worked for generations to build. Now, I want everybody to shut the fuck up. And I'm going to tell you why. Think about what he just said. He said that regular, everyday citizens, just listen. Regular, everyday citizens are too small-minded to think for themselves. Obama said on there that there needs to be a order, a a new world order. He was speaking at a Bilderberger, that Bilderberg, I'm saying that right, Bilderberg meeting that people thought that he was at, but the media tried to deny it because guess what? The media is the part of the Bilderberger group. The meat pills that run the media, they tell them what to print and what not to print. And he was at that meeting and what you saw there was footage of him talking that new war order stuff. Well, guess what? It ain't just uh, Obama, it's Bill Clinton, it's Hillary, it's Jimmy Crackcorn Carter. Every goddamn president has had to say a salute. When you become president, you go over to England and you bow down to a, to another nation, the Queen of England, and let her knight you. You bow to her. Every president does it, including Trump. Trump is no bit no different. Trump had to be vetted. He had to be cleared and allowed to become president, even though he didn't even get the whole goddamn population. He won off that bullshit electric. Without that electric, his ass would be still in New York in that goddamn Trump Tower, Mo, and anybody listening. He's, he's just as part of the system. What the problem is is that he's got all of you out there food. I'm telling you that all this government shit has got you all bamboozled. Even whether you Democrat or Republican, you all have been bamboozled. You all have been bamboozled. You all have been bamboozled, gentlemen and ladies. Information is power. All right. I'm going to stop right there. Has anybody has anything to say what about what I just presented to you or what I just said, disagreement or not? Let's get it on. No, I didn't exactly hear the video, but I will say I get what he's saying, that basically they're looking for, Obama's pretty much in a nutshell said that they just need people to be sheep. Since cause they say when he said that we have small minds and can't really think straight, they're really looking for sheep. They don't want people who can think on their own. They want, a, they want group think. Right. Now, look, when when Donald Trump doesn't like somebody, what does he do? He didn't like the fact that Twitter wanted to censor some of the stuff that he says, just like they censor our asses. We get censored all the time. So what did he do? I'm going to use the power of the government to make them pay for that. That's dictatorship. That's not uh, uh, working within the uh, within the law. 
okay trying to put uh, a military on people and then when i was and this is another thing people keep talking about oh it's a coup it's a coup we're gonna have me taken over by the military well wait a minute the man in the white house is the one that said out of his mouth that he want to put military on your asses don't tell that guess what that's part of new that's part of the new world order that's part of chaos out of chaos you create a new world in which to control people's minds god damn it get out of we get, see our problem is we got to get out of these political affiliations and open up our minds and look at things just as they really are you're in the damn matrix you know if you ask me i think the democrats and the republicans are basically really this two separate heads on the same dragon really. right I mentioned that with the with the ego wings, but I want to get uh, 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 Mo's uh, 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 opinion, either good or bad, you know, or even uh, uh, brother uh, underrated darkness who's on with me, uh, brother real Aaron, real Aaron Collins is on the phone line. He's been piped in. He's in Los Angeles. He reported to me some of the things that were going on on the streets of Los Angeles because they were protesting out there not too long ago. But we got brother, uh, uh, real. Uh, we got the uh, underrated darkness one who's come on, and still we got my main man, uh, brother Mo on too. Um, but Mo, I need to get your opinion, brother, about that video that I just played, and that that video is legitimate video, audio. Hey, that video was a fact. I mean, that, that's just receipt right there. I can't argue with receipts when 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 a sign sitting delivered right there. So, <laughs> I, hey, I, look, hey, one thing I look look, which I already know that, but. I feel what you're talking about. You know what? They are all puppets. And, you know, and uh, like, like say this, if, if one of us uh, run for president, I mean, we, we, we do got to fall for We got to do gotta go by somebody's agenda, you know. But but what I said, I'm still standing with what I'm saying. I believe Trump mm -hmm. is part of the plan to slow it down. You know, I believe he don't bow down like the way the other presidents did. He don't back down or what he say. He don't back down. OK, you know, at, well, least he, at least at least we know what Trump is at. At least I know what Trump is at. We do know where he's at because un, I, I would say this, unlike any president, any other president that we've ever had in history, Trump will tell you exactly what's on his mind. What you get, what you see is what you get with him. Yeah. I have to admit that other presidents have always played the game like yeah. they were for the people, but they really weren't. So, right. what, so, so what Trump does is he tells you. If he don't like you, f you. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, 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 I don't like the protesters; they're thugs, and we know that. Wait a minute, though. Now, Mo, when he uses the word thugs, you know that that's nothing but a code word for Negroes. Now, I got to be honest with you. Okay. Now, you yeah. may not agree with me. Right. Uh, that's right. the code word, brother. I'm looking at it as, as these illegal Mexicans that he's talking about. That's the way I'm looking at it. You know? Well, I, I told you on your Whoa. show, living in living in California, I don't. I think I don't want illegals, especially living in California. I don't want illegals coming into this country, undermining the pay and employment of American citizens, because whether black people want to uh, uh, agree or not, these these illegal immigrants, guess who they impact the most? So nobody talks about this. They do impact black people because what neighborhoods are they moving to? What neighbor? I can go to I, where I lived at in Oakland. I, you can see it in Oakland. They move into our neighborhoods and bring all their problems into our black neighborhoods. And the next thing you know, we're getting drove driven out on top of gentrification as well. 
Uh, look at Los Angeles. Aaron Collins, what has happened in Los Angeles? Don't you have Mexican uh, Latino gangs? There's a green light in Mexico to wipe out black people in parts of L.A.? Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, South Central is just about half Latino right now because South Central was a predominantly African-American area. And this was before I moved to L.A. But when I got here, it's like, man, it's mostly, yeah, of course, we already know California was once part of Mexico. Okay, I get that. But historically, black areas are now predominantly Latino. Okay. Okay. Uh, we got the we got underrated darkness on. I know he's chomping at the bits to get into this conversation. And uh, once again, brothers, I know it's a late night, but thank you for joining me on this late night, wherever you are in the world, in the day, in the time. Uh, underrated darkness. What's going on, brother? Get that sound together because I gotta port this over to my my uh my podcasting Hola. platforms as well. So get that sound nice and good, brother. All right, how that sound? Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's better. That's better. Go ahead, man. You heard us talk. You might have disagreed with some things that we've said. You might agree. You see, I say this, man. What's new, man? Uh, see, I want people to understand this. I was born and raised in New York for the first 46 years of my life before I, I moved to Virginia. Right. This ain't nothing new. What 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 Trump is is, and, and and you know what the brother is saying that talk, talking about he he Trump picked certain ones that he could use, right? And then we have to understand like I'm talking about New York politics. See, this is what I'm saying that if you see y'all see y'all just y'all just getting the natural y'all just getting the. The on the, the border part, but anybody that lives in New York already know what Trump is all about. Trump has been like this ever since in the sixties. He talking about this new world, new world order shit back in the sixties and the seventies, but it was regional. He was talking about that. What what is surprise? What, what why why people are so surprised about this? He was he was he was, he was having secret meetings for years. Mm-hmm. He don't have all that money. He was he was he was building shit off credit. Well, well, uh, before you came on, underrated darkness, if you heard me, I think his name is Wilbur Fort. Wilbur Fort. There's a, a, a there's a bro, there's a white man that he put in charge of our e-commerce of this country. He's the chairman of it, and he goes way back with this guy. This guy helped Donald Trump out financially when Donald Trump could not get a technical bank loan from anybody. And this dude is a, this dude is connected not by blood, but they swore him in. He is a part of the Rothschild family. So, so that's why I was saying that all of these individuals with money and connections ain't no, none of these people, when they're in these, these rich groups, they ain't free of all of this, all this new world order shit. They are a part of it. It's just that they will, give you, uh, this is like a magician who says, I'm going to pull a a rabbit out of a hat. They will show you smoke and mirrors and make you think they're one way when they're another way. Uh, You can go to Washington, D.C., and you can see Republicans and Democrats who get on radio shows and news shows and argue with each other. And then when they go out, then when they go to the restaurants, you can see them talking and saying, man, why was you hard on me? Well, you know, it's just how it is. And that's where the real deals are cut 
when they're drinking and eating steaks and saying, you ain't got to be that hard on me. Both the Republican Democrats play games. They make you and I think that they're against each other. That's the game that's been played on us. And the minute we, minute we recognize that, the minute we can be truly free in our minds. Like I said, man, this been going on for years. Right. We talk about, see, again, I got to reemphasize this again. He be talking about this new water for a long time. People's like, ha, 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 ha. He don't know. And I told we, we, us in New Yorkers, we're telling everybody, everybody else around the country. I'm not saying you information, man, Aaron Collins, another brother. But I, I, well, I'm going to say for me, when they was talking, when he was, he wasn't running for president. I said like this. They said, oh, you know, that be good. I said, you sure that's what you want? He talking a new order. How do you know about that? I said, okay. This mm. back in 2014. I was right. in Virginia. I'm in Virginia telling people this. I said, y'all don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean talking about the martial law and stuff like that? Do you know that's I said if, if I said if it ever happens nationally, you know, you know who are really gonna pay for it? Us as black people. I said, y'all better understand, y'all better understand where I'm coming from. Ah, uh, you don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Now look where we at right now. This been planned for years. Trump had Trump all all the every all the property that he got, he got off credit. It just that it just that it took him a long time to lick to lick with those assets and stuff like that. Come on, family, family. I'm telling, I'm telling you from personal experience what I'm saying. I'm telling y'all, this been going on for a long, long time. Right. Y'all see that picture on the screen there? Politicians are like rats. Mm -hmm. Okay. Take a good long look. That's what you're dealing with. What do rats do? They get inside the crevices of your home. They eat knob at things and stuff like that. They cause you they pest. They're like they're pest. They cause you all sorts of problems. The wrong right. politicians in office do what? They cause you all sorts of problems. And then you got to exterminate them by getting them out of office. And then you go after you. Then what do we do? After we get one out of office, now we vote for another rat. And a rat after that. And a rat after that. And after that. And after that. And then we walk around. And then we're old and we say, damn. All these years I've been voting for these rats, and we still ain't got nowhere. And, we, and then you yeah. hope you hope that you can get the right rats in there. <laughs> yeah, you hope that you can give them the cheese, and they'll adhere to you. Uh, man, I'm telling you, it's something else. Aaron, are you still there? Oh, yeah. let me let me make one more point. Uh, information, oh, no man. problem. Go ahead, brother. And also yeah, remember yeah. remember this point too. He was registered. As a Democrat back in the eighties, right, and he was friends with Hillary and Hillary Bill Clinton, and all right. for a very long time for thirty years, family. Right. See, nobody want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. Nobody want to talk about that. He was bosom buddies with them in photo ops right. and every damn thing. Right. Uh, he, was, he was cool with them when the pot when it when it, when it, when, it, when it was in his best interest, and then right. all of a sudden when he ran against her, now it was like, see. See, that's what I'm saying. These mm -hmm. people, these one percenters <laughs> and these politicians, you just, hey, hey, 
real uh, uh, underrated darkness you just made my point tonight these people hang out together they friends yeah. with each other they put on gladiator games yep. for us to see to make us think that they really against each other because it's what it's all about what it's about permanent interest those, those there's no permanent friendship and there's no permanent enemies in politics only interests so she was standing in the way of him, of him of him becoming president. So Donald Trump did everything he could to make the Clintons look as bad. And guess what? They did everything they could to make him look bad. And guess what? When uh, 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 Jim Crow Joe Biden runs for president, he's going to do everything to make uh, uh, Donald Trump look bad, Trump. even though Joe Biden is bad himself. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's another rat. <laughs> <laughs> he's a dirt. He's a dirt. He the, the people. He's a dirtiest rat. He 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 one of those type of rats. I'm gonna do some, and I'm I'm a, I'm gonna be in the hole for a while. Then I'm gonna come. He's a dirty rat. <laughs> that mother. And I'm gonna tell you, y'all black woman. Some of y'all y'all disgust me. Y'all want to fight for the fight fight to be on that vice president ticket. Y'all some dirt. Ooh, y'all want to be around with a rat. And you are y'all think he think he gonna pick y'all? They going for the win. But you gotta understand, both of them parties, man. Give God information, man. I yo, I yo, I I I want to start. I can tell you this. He, I, that's all. I I, I meet myself. I, I, mm. No, 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 no. You're making legitimate points. See, that's the thing about what I try to what we talk about over here is that I'll talk about Democrats. I'll expose their hypocrisy, and I have no problem with exposing the hypocrisy of Republicans. And for all uh, delivered speed, let me show you who the real first black president was. It was not Barack Obama. Nope. It was this brother right here by the yep. name of John, John Hanson, 1781 to 1782 the first real black president, ladies and gentlemen. It was not mm -hmm. Barack Obama. It was John nope. Hansen. All you got to do is put that name in your search engine, do a I little research. Do a I little research. Who John Hansen is. Go ahead, go ahead, Aaron. Yeah, I have, I have heard of John Hansen, and yeah, you're absolutely right. He was the first actual black president, and he did actually do things for the black community in his time. And technically speaking, with Obama, if you just want to be real logical and real technical about it, he's actually the first biracial president. Well, well, Aaron, whether Obama is the first, whatever he is, brother, the point is, is that he's not technically, by historical facts, the first black president. Okay? And exactly. Bottom line, it is this man right here who many of our children don't even know about. Mm -hmm. They don't teach this in these ratchet schools. They keep these secrets and these histories hidden away from you. Okay, just like most people don't even know that it was black people who were the ones who created Memorial Day. It was called Decorations Day, where black people dug up the fallen soldiers, white and black soldiers, during civil war, during the civil war, and re and reburied them in proper burials, and put flowers around around their graves, and begin to uh, sing and sing hymns, and give uh, respect to them with other Union soldiers. 
and then we think that it was John A. Uh, uh, John A. Uh, Henson, or uh, who who created this holiday we call Memorial Day, when in fact it was black people who are the ones who created it. But yet they say that we're not patriotic. And then the reason why black people should not stand up for the star for the national anthem, because the third stanza in the national anthem, what was written by a slave owner. Right. Talked about killing slaves, destroying them. There's a third stanza. So so that's what it's about. And then we look at, uh, 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 you know, we look at Cap taking a knee. And I was listening to uh, Brother Sanchez today and he made a good point. He says, why are we taking knees when black as black men, we should be taking action. We should stand up and take action. We don't need to be taking a damn knee. That's a passive position. We need to be taking action because no action can come out of taking a goddamn knee. And y'all can have the floor. Brother Mo, real Aaron Collins. Anybody want to render their thoughts? I let um I let um Darkness and Mo go and shout out to both of them. I can't hear either one of them, so I'll, yeah. I'll let them. Well, no, no. Uh, underrated Darkness made some statements. If you want to make some statements, I, I if Mo wants to make statements, he can too. Uh, go ahead, Aaron, because I know you're on location. Anything, anything else going on out there on location right now, brother? Oh, you know, they got the, the, you know, the regular Tom Foolery that is known as Hollywood out here, too. But there, but you know, the, the streets are pretty much clear for the most part. This is the most almost empty I've seen in Hollywood. A lot of stuff is still boarded up. A lot of places are still closed that normally would not be closed. But, um... Yeah, you, and, and there's people still over there, Hollywood and Highland, still crowded around. I did see one lone um, uh, black and white drive by. I don't know if they went they went down there to, to say something to the people or not, but probably they, they probably might not say anything to them, considering that they're just one car. Right. Let me get your opinion about... Um... I want to get your opinion as the brothers gave their as a uh, underrated darkness gave his opinion about the uh, um, Jim Crow Joe. I know he's running for president. I know that there are folks that see him as the hope to get Donald Trump out of office. But give me your thoughts about uh, Jim Crow Joe. You talking to me? Okay, yeah. So as far as Joe Biden, all it is is just a, another a follow up. Basically, he just wants to. Um, just to pander to us and care to us. That's, he's basically doing his kiss the babies routine. That's basically what it is. Anytime you, you said that you ain't black if you don't vote for me, it's like, excuse me? I mean, they, literally, we make them feel so comfortable in their privilege and white supremacy. Right. Right, brother, you make uh, very good points. Um, if Mo Reese would like to uh, say something, brother, uh, unmute yourself. Uh, if you want to add anything to the discussion, any difference of opinions or anything you want to add, uh, you're more than welcome to add uh, your thoughts, brother Mo. If you're still there with us, I'm I'm still here, you know, and um, and and, and my thing, like like I always tell black people, I'm gonna go back to black people. 
and they're the main ones that always say that uh, F Trump, Trump is racist, Trump this, Trump that, and uh, but you're the same people that mm -hmm. vote for uh, like you call them, Jim Crow, uh, what you call them, Crow Biden, J Jim Crow, Jim Crow. Uh, what I have on the thumbnail here, don't be fooled by Joe Biden, black people. No Jim Crow Joe. This is why I say this, uh, Brother Mo, because look at this uh, picture right here. Right there, that is Strong Thurman. Yeah. And he admitted that it was fantastic to be able to, uh, to craft the crime bill, which we think that the crime bill was only started in 94. No, it was not. He was involved in putting this together from 1988 to 84. Yep. This was a long-standing bill that led all the way up to Bill Clinton, and this man praised Thurm Strong Thurman, who, by the way, was a staunch original Dixiecrat when Thank the Dixiecrats you. jumped from the, Republic, from the Democrats to the Republican Party, and they were racist as all get out. He's a Ku Klux Klan card wearing member. And Joe Biden, you see there smiling with him, thought that looked up to this guy, along with George Wallace, who got his ass shot running for president, as we remember. All of these guys he looked up to, and there's a few others that I can't, that I can't, that my mind loses the thought of their names right now, that he was also praising with this man. This man here, this is uh, Jim Crow Joe, who was praising this individual. And, um, mm -hmm. and then this is the problem right here is that we got black folks who believe that Bill Clinton, okay, believe that Bill Clinton, okay, they believe that Bill Clinton was the first black president. Remember, Negroes are running around town talking about, oh, he's the first black president. He played a trumpet on the Arsenio Hall show. He's got, he's got soul. He's got, he's hip. He put the shades on his head. And once again, like I said, Mo, we got bamboozled by Bill Clinton who yep. signed that crime bill that was yep. crafted by white supremacists in the uh -huh. white, in, in the government uh -huh. over the number of the years of the eighties, all the way up to 94. He signs the bill, which puts more black men in jail than a little bit. And the reason why I know this is a goddamn fact because of the kind of work that I do I did a lot of the brothers that I've come across over the years. When I looked at their records, I said, "Damn, they got convicted around the same time of the Crimeville, and they're down. They're still in prison doing time, or they're just now getting out of prison." I say, "God damn, this is real. This do, is the truth." Okay, y'all, it is the truth. Tell do, the do, truth. Do that. Do that. Yeah, sound that's like coming out as a super well, program. Three, four, him and his wife both signed off on it. Right. And and when and and I remember that silly ass statement they made that Bill Clinton was first black president. I'm like, oh, I mean, why do we buck dance so so well? I don't understand that. And and they said it in such a joking manner. Oh yeah, you know he black. He he smoked weed and, and he got caught giving head to Monica Lewinsky. I mean, wow. It's like right. When does it ever stop? I mean, can right. we? It's like can we take the tap shoes off, please? Right. Right. Let me uh, do this, Aaron Collins. A little bit of noise out there. Let me do this. Let me go over to Mo. I think Mo was about to say something. Too. Good points, Aaron, uh, brother Aaron Collins. Uh, Mo, what were you going to say, brother? Sorry to cut you off. No, no. Okay. What I'm saying is, uh, like me as being a conservative, I've talked to a lot of black, pro-black people mm -hmm. uh, that, that people they don't like Trump or they don't they don't like Biden. They don't like no parties, and uh, they tell me that. 
the, that, that, that Hillary was worse than Trump. They tell me that the Democrats are worse than Trump. And, and uh, it, it brings me back to what Malcolm X said. I think we had a discussion before. Malcolm X said that three, three days before his death, he said that the difference between the white liberals and the white conservatives, that they are more deceitful. He said, if you vote Democrat, that he said that you are not only a political chump, but you are a traitor to your own race. He did not say that Republicans is right, but he point blank called it out that <laughs> that the Democrats are worse, are more deceitful. They have that spirit of deception. They, I mean, they really are here to dumb down the black community. And how ironic that he got assassinated three days after he said that. Right. You know? But you do, you do realize, Mo, it's not only because he might have said that, what right? was Malcolm X doing? You see in this picture here, he was in e he was in Egypt. What was he doing? He created an organization yeah. in which he was bringing together all different groups of people in an international world, South America, yep. Africa, uh -huh. to, to go against the United States because they were going to bring charges in the United Nation against the United States for their poor human right. rights. Remember, he went from what was happening to black people in America to, to evolving into a human rights issue. And once he did that, because anytime you try to change public policy on that level, like he attempted to do, you have to go. So Malcolm X had to be taken out of the paint because he was about to do something that was going to change the dynamics. Yep. And so what happened is the government, this new world order that we had at that time, said, uh-oh, see, this is the thing, Mo, you got to realize it was both Democrats and Republicans who wanted Malcolm X and Dr. Martin Luther King out of the paint. I agree. I agree. And uh, also, I got to say this, y'all, too. If y'all remember back in the mid-'80s about how the Reagan administration had sent Nicaraguans to plant drugs in our community. You remember that, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Just work with me, y'all. All through to that time, the Democrats and Republicans made sure that Oliver North got off. That's right. God damn it, that's right. I remember that clearly because United Nations was up always on the, the uproar. And you notice that story always, always has been diminished throughout the years. Because they sweep it under the rug. And like you were saying, Information Man Mo, now speed it up to the late areas in the early 90s. Those are the same ones. I mean, but go, not go, I'm talking about 87, 88. This this when they start to strategize the bill, that's a patriotic bill mm -hmm. in the 90s. The same the same Democrats. And these are was download Democrats. These are download DC Democrats. But the only but see the only different things was they was not old no more. Mm -hmm. They was they was younger. But the only thing about only but the only thing didn't change is the policies. And this is and this is what you get. So yes. So 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 now instead of we got young Joe Biden back in the back in the eighties, he is an old moderate dissy democrat but he right. is much more dangerous 
Right. Understand, understand what I'm saying, family. Just connect the dots. What I'm saying. It it, it was a planned. Right. Mo, let me let me bring something else to you too. This is how uh this is how white supremacy or this racist system works. It works on both sides of the equation. So now you look at someone like Bloomberg. Now look at this picture here. You look at someone like Bloomberg, okay? Um, and he, if I'm not mistaken, Bloomberg, just like Trump, he's a chameleon. He's voted Democrat, then he votes Republican. You don't know what he wants to be. It depends on, once again, like I said, the permanent interest, brother. That's how politics works. So all of a sudden, when he was mayor, he created that Stop and Fricks program, and he fought it all the way to the Supreme Court. And then all of a sudden, when he was deciding to run for president, his permanent his interest changed. He said, wait a minute, I've got to have the black vote if I'm going to run for president against Trump. So I'm now I'm going to camille myself into being a Democrat, even though he has supported Republicans many times over. So he decided to morph himself into being a Democrat. And he decided, let me go after Trump because I know him. We're both from New York. And then, uh-oh, what? He says, I'm willing to tell black people I'm so sorry about what I did to them. I'm so I can tell black people um, that I love them. Forgive me for stopping fricks. And I'm, I'm all good. And then what happened? You had Negroes who actually supported him. In the beginning, he went to churches and said that um, he has saw the error of his ways, Mo. And as a result, of course, he didn't uh, make it through the rest of his campaign, but you had black folks that were willing to actually give this man a change. What is your thoughts about that? Look at this picture right here as I put this on the screen to show you how he went into the church and what have you. And you had the campaign here, which everyone coined the phrase uh, at that time, uh, Mike for Black America. See, this is how they play the game. Right. He is, a, he is rich. He's a billionaire. He's part of the 1%. And like I told you, they play both sides. There's no difference between a Republican and a Democrat. They play both sides. This man right. has supported both political parties. And when it was expedient for him politically, he said, okay, I can, I can love black people right now. And that's what he did. Do you know I got so much literature from this man? Uh, uh, Mike loves black people. They even I even got a picture of him holding a, God, a baby in a hand in a goddamn church. That's what I'm saying to you brothers tonight. Wow, man, man. And, and, and that's real. That's real. And um, my dad always told me, you know, my, my dad passed away like three years ago. My dad was a politician. He ran for Congress, you know, down in Chicago, Melvin Delk. And uh, my dad played both sides. And he told me, son, this is the, this is the game. My dad played both sides. And he said, both of it is a game, you know, it's to get people votes, you know. And he said, if you're going to vote, you vote on policies. And, and, and that's it. They, they, they're going to put the word black. Blacks for this, blacks that is to get blacks vote, to get blacks attention. If they have to go in black churches, if they have to go in black community centers. So I, I, I dig that. Mm -hmm. I hear you. Well, um, what I want to do, Mo, let me. Um, I was uh, I, I did a story earlier tonight. You know, I, I, you might have heard it already. That was the black man that was uh, I'm going to change it up a little bit. That was a black man in Louisville, Kentucky. 
who was pretty friendly with the police. He had a, a barbecue business. He fed them, gave them free food. He was pretty popular, a pillar of the community. And then when they had the protests, riots, whatever we're calling it these days, in this sense, uh, he got shot by the police. And they mm. left his body out for 12 hours in the streets out there. And uh, the police chief lost his job. They're investigating the whole situation. Uh, of course, we have the white man who was knocked to the ground in Buffalo, New York, 75-year-old man that was knocked to the ground. And those police, I think, are now going to be charged for a felony. So, so, when it, so the reality, Mo, is we can, we can make the argument now because uh, police are now starting to put their hands on white folks out there <laughs> that the police, in some cases, are out of control. Um, what are your thoughts? Wow, man, this. And, uh, uh, <laughs> wait a minute before you say anything. And there's another case that's in Seattle, Washington, that nobody's talking about, where another black man who said he could not breathe died in custody, um, and um, they called it a home a homicide. Uh, this brother's name is uh, Brother Ellison of uh, Tacoma, Washington. The mayor out there is already getting in the foot and ass of the police out there. Now, of course, in this case, this brother. Uh, from all accounts, they say that he was resisting arrest, that he was be he was breaking up a car or something, and that there is talk that he was under drugs, he was under the influence of drugs, but they're saying that his death was not due to the drugs, it was due to the fact that they suffocated him. Uh, this was in, uh, this was uh, the, the Pierce County Medical Examiner officer concluded that the death of the man, Emmanuel Ellis, 33 years old, was a homicide investigator was the Pierce County Sheriff Department that they, uh, the process of preparing a report about March death. Now, he died in March. So this was the death of a black man in March. This is before George Floyd. A black man in, 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 in Great Northwest, I think in the Seattle, Washington area, was uh, killed by the cops up there back way back in March. And the same thing, he could not breathe. Before dying in the police custody in Tacoma, Washington, he was uh, he was killed as a result of oxygen being deprived of oxygen in the physical restraints was used on him. According to the details of the medical examiner, um, another black man who said I could not I could not breathe died. And the autopsy proved it out as a homicide. Mo, we got a lot of shit going on, brother. Take it off. Take it from there. As we get man. to the conclusion of the program. Man, 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 man. I mean, what, what I'm saying is, okay, I feel on that because it's a lot of stuff that's not being talked about. And right now, it's the timing of it. It's the timing of it. And all of a sudden, why now? Why now uh, to expose shit with, excuse my language, but with George, George Floyd right now? Why now? But it's other stuff. You know what? I heard the word I can't breathe about three years ago. Derrick Rose used to wear a shirt called I Can't Breathe. I, I Can't Breathe have been talked about. But why now? Why right, right now? Right now here in, 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 in June, right now, it's, it's, an, it's, a, it's a, uh, a hidden agenda behind everything. You think they know uh, it's a time to push the button. It's a time to go ahead. All right, let's do this. Let's make sure... That, that, that people act up right now. Let's make sure the country go crazy right now. It was their agenda right now for the country can go crazy. I mean, it's almost November. So it's time for the country to go crazy right now. So right now is the perfect time because it happened in Minnesota right now. So 
Right now, it's the focus of Minnesota. They're gonna they're gonna forget about I can't breathe last year. They're gonna forget about the I can't breathe in January. They're gonna forget about all the I can't breathe. But they're gonna focus on the I can't breathe that happened right now in Minnesota. So that's what they're thinking about. It's a political agenda. Right. Right. Aaron Collins, are you still there? Uh, I want you to give your last words for tonight, too, brother. I mean, in terms of the program. Yeah, I'm still here. You have any? Because uh, I'm going to get ready to close. Hey, brother Mo, you are on fire with everything that you just said a minute, just a minute, just a second ago. But brother Aaron, you're on the ground floor out there in L.A. Any last statements or words you want to say for tonight uh, as yeah. to everything we've been talking about that you've been listening to? Yeah, well, so basically um, I'm actually about to wrap it up and start heading to go home myself, but I'm seeing um, the the stormtroopers on their way in to, to, to clear the area out, looks like. Mm-hmm. They've been coming back the other way, but um, yeah, this is um real important. This has been real important and everything, and you got it strong. Well, brother, uh, let me just say this. I, I, I'm glad that you were here tonight on the program. Aaron, we're gonna do we're gonna do it again. And uh we're gonna do it again, brother. Um that's Aaron Collins from the streets of Los Angeles, everybody. Thank you, Aaron Collins. Have a good night and be safe out there. We don't wanna yeah, hear no about you. I don't wanna hear about you getting picked up by the stormtroopers tonight. Thank oh, you, no, though, brother. I'm on my way in, and I'm sorry Be about safe, the noise brother. and all, but yeah, this is what it's like when on location, and um, this is basically also to show that I'm not one of these um, armchair revolutionary types that, that talk about stuff and don't do nothing. Um, as you can see, I was <laughs> out and about and doing the thing. Um, you know, let me just say this here. Bird on a wire 13 says, so come on, come, uh, come November, who do we vote for? Um, I always believed, and I don't know, I hope Mo would appreciate this. I always believe that voting is a personal endeavor. Who you vote for is actually your personal business. But I, I would hope that people would vote with, I, I, like I said, vote based on the issues. I told Mo when I was on his platform that I look at candidates based on, are they four things that fit my best interests? So if that's for if that's a Republican or a Democrat, even though I don't like either one of these these parties, I usually look at are they promoting something that fits my my own personal political values, and then when you roll the dice and vote for them, you just kind of hope that they live up to what they said during the campaign. And we know that politicians a lot of times tell you anything you want to hear just to get their asses in the in that in that damn position. And then they usually adhere to the corporations who are paying them millions of dollars. If you are an everyday person, you, you maybe give these candidates 20 bucks, 30 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever your hard-earned money that you're making. Guess what? The corporations and the super PACs that are out there, they can give these politicians millions and billions of dollars. So when they get in office, who do you think they're going to listen to? You think they're going to listen to Mo, myself, Aaron Collins, uh, they're going to listen to y- y'all out there listening, the small, everyday person trying to make it to ends meet because most Americans are working poor. You're one paycheck to being homeless out on the goddamn streets. And these politicians are eating steaks and 
Uh, that's the reason why I never understood why uh, a lot of poor white people in the South tend to vote for conservatives when most of these conservatives don't even uh, live the lifestyle of a lot of poor white folks in the South. I've never understood that, Mo. But that's another story for another day. Maybe you got you may maybe you got a you maybe you have an answer to that. Maybe you have it now. I don't I, know. I just talked about that. I just I just talked about that. I just talked to my girl. We were just talking about this. And and I said that most of the conservatives that's in my circle are poor. The ones from Michigan that I know are poor. They just they got their guns. The one in the South, they 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 poor as hell. And 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 uh and, and not all Repu I mean, not all Republicans, I mean the 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 uh the wealthy Republicans I don't mess with, but it's most Republicans that I know are poor. I mean, I, I'm being real. A lot of them are, are, are white. I'm, I'm being honest. Trader, trader, trader trash. I'm, I'm, I'm being real. And, and, and uh, it, it's that's the way it is, you know. And it's, it's like, man. Well, it's have as you ever heard? Me. You heard of uh, Mo before you go, brother? Have you heard of uh, Lee Ackwater? If I'm saying his name correct, you know Lee? he was a Ackwater. Ackwater. He, he was a, uh, if I'm saying the last name right, basically in a nutshell, in a quick summary, he was a political strategist. During the 60s and 50s, I think during the 60s, when we were coming through the civil rights movement and all of that, you know, we were moving up, he, he was uh, like a political uh, strategist. He's the one who came up with the Southern strategy, the whole state's rights situation. And the reason why he came up with that is because as we moved on into today's time, he gave a speech, and this is caught on video, on audio, on audio, and I think video too. He gave a speech where he talked about today in today's time, you can't use the word nigga, nigga, nigga anymore. So the way you affect black people is that you have to use politics and come up with laws and policy that hurt black people. So you use things like states' right. You say things like busing, busing, and a uh, 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 forced busing on people things of that nature you use political terms that are really and he even admitted in his speech that okay there's going to be a few white people that are going to get hurt by our policies but they're going to be uh, uh casualties of our war because in white supremacy they're willing to sacrifice their own people if it meets their agenda so he says he admitted that it's going to hurt white people but at the bottom line psychologically it's going to really hurt black people when we push certain laws and we and that's what and when you talk about um uh voter suppression let's be honest mo nobody was talking about voter suppression until after obama got elected and left office all of a sudden now you got this whole thing about oh there's voter suppression voter suppression and there's voter fraud guess what they've done studies on voter fraud it's 1.1.1 percent of a uh, there is no such thing as voter fraud. It's not happening at rapid pace, but yet nobody talks about cross-check. You what is cross-check? Okay, Brother Mo, your name is Maurice, right? They'll take names in profile and say, okay, black people have these son of names. If we keep getting all this Johnson and Jackson and Maurice, uh, t purge them from the voter rolls. Yeah. Purge them. Guess who's mm -hmm. doing that shit? Who's doing that? Republicans. Why? Because Republicans right. know that if the voter turnout is high, they lose. If voter turnout is low, they win. That's a fact, Mo. Go look it up, brother, and then tell me if I'm right or wrong. Mm. 
Yes, just just look at all this shit up. I'm, I'm not okay. saying that I, that I know everything. Right, right, I can right, tell right. you this for sure, Brother Mo. If you look up everything that I've talked to you about tonight, you will find the evidence to what I'm saying. Check out a program called Cross Check. What Cross Check is. And Mo, because I'm a fair broker and I'm willing to come over to your channel and take the heat from your audience as well, because I'm a fair broker, guess what? The Democrats play the same goddamn game as well. Jadig. Okay, brother. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> okay, brother. I'm a fair broker here. Common ground. Common ground. Go ahead. Right. So, brother, I'm going to end the program tonight. Let me just say, first of all, Mo, thank you for coming over tonight. Uh, hey, I haven't been live you, on man. this channel in a long time, so I got to get the cobwebs off this channel. And uh, peace to Aaron Collins. That was with us. Underrated Darkness. We got Brother Aduvian in, in the house. Earl Owens. We've got uh, good folks coming in from the uh, 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 Periscope, Bird on a Wire. Um, really good folks came in. I think, uh, 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 who else is in here? Um, oh, Sister Mohawk. Mohawk is in the house. And uh, anybody else I didn't say. Oh, and we got, of course, The Life of King Ways. Check him out, too. That brother's deep as well. Uh, thank you, everybody, for coming through. And then we've got uh, this individual here i can't make up the name uh alex or exa thank you for being here okay thank you thank you very much and uh mo we'll be talking again brother take care all right bro take care bro peace everybody all right peace out to everybody everybody <laughs> everybody that's the program tonight i appreciate everybody for being here in this late pop-up show program tonight i am information man speaks podcast and remember, you can hear me in the podcast on other platforms at these particular podcasting platforms. I'm going to probably port a portion of this audio tonight over to those platforms that you're hearing right now. The Information Man podcast can be heard on nine major platforms on the second YouTube channel as well. Information Man Speaks podcast. Spotify, Anchor. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, CastBox, SoundCloud, and finally, Spreaker. Tell the truth. Information is power. The Information Man podcast can be heard on nine major platforms on the second YouTube channel as well. Information Man Speaks podcast. Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, CastBox, SoundCloud, and finally Spreaker. I'm in the White House. I'm not going to say his name. You are listening to Information Man Podcast. Information is power.
Jack-leg preachers. You are listening to Information Man Podcast. Jack-leg preachers. R.Y., thank you for being here. Mo, thank you for being here. Brother Duvian, everybody, thank you. Get some rest, everybody. I know it's late for everybody across the country that are listening to this. Take care. The Information Man podcast can be heard on nine major platforms on the second YouTube channel as well. Information Man Speaks podcast. Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Castbox, SoundCloud, and finally Spreaker. <laughs>